Merrick. I Do love not typing. mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? It's being, becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther, boardroom or ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Yeah! Welcome to Supergirl Radio, your source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Morgan Glennon. And we are live and wired on the DC TV podcast, YouTube channel, and the Supergirl Radio Facebook page to discuss and review my adventures with Superman's eighth, eighth, that's a hard word to say, eighth, <laughs> number eight, and anti-penultimate episode titled Zero Day Part One. I was reminded by one of our listeners on uh, Twitter, now X, that anti-penultimate is a word that you can We love the word penultimate here, which means the episode before the end, but anti-penultimate means the third episode uh, before the end. Ooh. So I think this would, this is the third, right? right? I think, yeah, I think that's yeah, right. This is the eighth and ninth and then the 10th the, the is the end. So I'm going to proclaim that this is the antepenultimate episode. So we're going to get uh, get into discussing Zero Day Part 1 of Season 1 of My Adventures with Superman. So we don't have any news. So we're just going to dig right into the episode. So the episode description from Max reads, quote, Lois meets her journalism idol, Vicky Vale, only for Vicky to make Lois question her loyalty to Superman. Meanwhile, Superman hunts down Task Force X while dealing with a new power, unquote. He does do that in this episode. So, uh, Morgan, uh, my first question for you, because this is uh, an episode that hinges so much on her appearance, we get the introduction of a Batman character uh, who mostly exists in the Batman universe, Vicky Vale. So what did you think about Vicky Vale? Um, I love Vicky Vale. She <laughs> is a villain for our times. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like uh, even though she's she's doing all this to get ahead, she's she's uh she wants to get that that job. So she is leveraging the Daily Planet to do it. Um, she will talk to a hundred people who are like, Superman is good, but she's going to find that one person who's like, oh, actually, Superman is evil. And she's going to give them the exact same amount of time in the article. <laughs> I just know that for sure. I just know that for sure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, hmm. It's like a hundred scientists say the sky is blue. But Randy on the corner says it's green. <laughs> How could we know what the truth is? It's like, you know. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So that, can we talk about the one person who gave her the, uh, I, I the think negative? We should because the negative opinion. Because again, uh, we we know he had like a bad work situation. He so, did. Like we're sympathetic, Alex. Alex, ask more for yourself, you know, <laughs> advocate for yourself. But also, I don't know that it's Superman's fault that you lost your job. I think it was your crazy boss who tried to kill a bunch of people. Yeah, I think it was the technology <laughs> that you worked on that ended up doing that. Yeah, um, Alex. 
I I have some questions about Alex because I know uh, in his first appearance on my adventures with Superman, the chat seemed to think that there was a theory that Alex could end up being Lex Luthor. And I, after watching this episode, think that that is a great idea. And if they don't do that on the show, I'm actually going to be disappointed by it because when, when he showed up, I was like, Ooh, I am getting some Lex Luthor vibes. <laughs> so the vibes I got from this episode were, were that Alex says that Superman is no hero and that he's the end of the world. That sounds something like Lex Luthor would say. And then the general repeats those exact words at the end of the episode. So the bad guys already have the same opinion as Alex here does. Alex has also shown wearing purple. Which is mm-hmm. also something that the Luthers Very tend Luther to do. Like. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I think if uh, he doesn't become Lex Luthor, I'm gonna be a little disappointed. But I, I thought he was really giving me some Lex Luthor vibes in this episode. Yeah, the hype is real for me at this point <laughs> <laughs> of uh, of Alex being Lex Luthor. I think it's kind of clever. We already know that he's like in the business realm, you know. Mm. He was real sad to lose that job at that tech company. So maybe it's time for Alex to, you know, uh, go out on his own. Start a yeah. company. Move <laughs> <laughs> that head and like start going crazy. <laughs> I mean, Luther Corp sounds like a good name. Yeah. yeah, he could he could maybe go with that. I think that's a, a good we, solid we, name. We're just, you know, we're pulling things out of the air, but <laughs> but Luther Corp could work. <laughs> yeah. So uh Mind the Gap says Alex is either Lex or the next parasite. He very well could be. Uh mm-hmm. new Rachel says that she thinks uh Alex will lose <laughs> his hair next. So what we're gonna keep our eyes on Alex uh because I don't trust him either, new Rachel. I think he is suspect. Uh, Electra WWF in the chat says maybe uh, call it uh, Alex Corp. Oh, that's that's an idea. That's a twist. That would be quite the twist in the show. It's like he's Lex Luthor <laughs> and his company is called Alex Corp. And he's like, <laughs> he's like, don't call me Lex. That's my, that's my father. Call me Alex. I'm just a cool happening guy. <laughs> and then Alex just like rides off on a skateboard or something. I don't know what this version of Lex Luthor is in my head, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could see it happening. He's just Tony the Tiger in my head, I guess. <laughs> Puts on his baseball cap backwards and skateboards out. <laughs> Who knows? This is a very creative uh, show, so I think it could work. Uh, but yeah, so Vicki Vale is going around getting all these different interviews with people. She talks to Captain Eminen, who is the fifth unit pilot that Superman saved when his engine stalled out. Uh, he, she talks to a sweet old lady who calls Superman such a nice <laughs> boy and says that he carries her groceries for. Uh, 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 Lois and Jimmy introduce Vicki to Flip Johnson, who is a woman of business. And, she is. <laughs> uh, and it works with the News Kid Legion. Really, I will say about Flip and her woman of businessing, she's always promoting the News Kid newspaper. She I mean, just really a good is. promoter. She's not shy about being like, have you heard of the News Kid newspaper? It's hustle culture all the way down for her. <laughs> I also like when she when she hands Vicky Vale her card. It's like covered in ice cream because she's like <laughs> licking an ice cream cone. And Vicky Vale's like, what am I supposed to do with this? And she's just like, she's like, listen, you and I, we're women of business. <laughs> I and love Vicky, her. And Vicky's like, 
you you gave me a literal child to interview. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> so good. I I, I really did uh, love that the, we got the, the News Kid Legion again. Yes. Uh, so we we have all these uh these interviews we get to see some good uh positive mentions of superman and then there's some negative stuff that's coming from alex maybe lex luther we don't know uh but what did you think about vicky's turn uh from being this guest editorial article writer for the daily planet having been friends with perry white they've been they've been friendly since the good old days <laughs> in college um and then she betrays them and utilizes them solely to get ahead and become the editor-in-chief of the gotham uh, gazette uh what what do you think that uh does for lois lane having seen her idol do that i i feel like if anything lois is maybe uh learning about what kind of reporter she does and doesn't want to be from this because vicky vale was her icon she had a poster of vicky on her wall a weird thing to have of journalists of journalists like walk in it's like somebody's got like a poster of like a random journalist and like is that your is that your aunt <laughs> But I, I feel like we should have known that that maybe not not all was up and up with Vicky when she reacted to that honestly a little disturbing piece of information by being like I do too. Like <laughs> what, v- Vicky? What? <laughs> okay, Morgan, if you had a poster of yourself, you're telling me that you wouldn't put that up in your office. I mean, I guess no. I don't know because I don't think I would want like my own eyes staring back at me as I worked. I like, and then maybe this is revealing too much about myself. But I feel like if it was something about like my professional triumph, and then I was like having a bad day. I would like look up, and that Morgan would be like, "Well, I did a great job. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? Why are you failing?" Uh, so I probably wouldn't want like Morgan judging me from the corner. But I can understand why you might want like. What if it's inspirational what if you see that morgan and you're like man that morgan really knocked it out of the park <laughs> what i what can if, do this that's true we don't know what the poster was so like what if it's vicky vale but she's like hanging off of like a little branch or something and it says hang in there at the bottom we don't we don't know that that's what the poster was we don't know that 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 wasn't it i feel like i i could have a poster of myself being like days are tough or something <laughs> like, like that if i had done something well i think maybe i would put a poster of myself not for me not not for me to consume no, i would no, no. i would put i would put i would put a uh, a triumphant poster of me behind me so that everyone who walks yes! into my office okay. has to see it Okay, that I can get behind. Yeah. If it's just like just like a g- giant poster. <laughs> oh, like, Mor- like Morgan Glennon, the best in the world. And, <laughs> and I'm just like like winking. And then like, but you come in and like I'm in front of the poster. Yes. And then I'm winking and then the poster's winking. And then, <laughs> that's a real power move right there. Then, <laughs> then you go to sit across from me, the chair is like on the floor. Yeah, it's lower. High, yeah. <laughs> It's mind games 24-7 in our office. (laughs) I learned that very quickly that I used to, when I first got my job where I had an office to myself, I had all of, I've like decorated my office with all my action figures and fun things that I have. And I would put it behind me. And then everybody who would come into my office would stare at the action figures and not me. So I realized very quickly (laughs) that I had to change that. So when I got a new office, 
all of the action figures are behind the people when they sit down so that smart. they're not looking at it. So it's very important where you put these things. <laughs> that is that is smart because honestly, if I was talking to somebody who had a wall of action figures behind them, my eyes would just be like, yeah. I mean, that's what it was. Morgan, I was Morgan, like, you I'm working here. on that project? Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. here. You're, you're here <laughs> should, to talk who's about that a thing. One? Who's that one? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I like Kermit the Frog. That's why he's up there. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, it's very important where you would put a poster of yourself. I should know that as a Young and the Restless fan, uh, Victor Newman has a poster of himself or, or a painting. I think it's actually a painting of himself behind <laughs> I feel his like, chair in his office. I feel like a painting of yourself is, to be honest, the ultimate power move. Like yeah. you made a, an artist come in and paint you like a Renaissance uh, <laughs> thing. Uh, that's see, that's what I would actually have behind me. It would be a painting of me with like a, with like a crown on or something <laughs> and like beautiful watercolors and people would be like, Oh, wow. That's like a cool. Did you do that with an app? And I'm like, no, no, no. I paid somebody. I sat for that painting <laughs> for days at a time. <laughs> I got big painting money. <laughs> there are th uh, there are companies now where if you send them a picture, they will paint. That's paint, amazing. Paint the picture for you. I did. I do. I know what I'm getting <laughs> for your birthday. Sound, this is going to sound terrible. <laughs> uh, I do know this because I do. <laughs> For my mom for Christmas, I sent a picture of her dog Ralphie to one yes. of those companies. It wasn't a painting; it was like a cart, like more of like a cartoon drawing. Um, but now she, and then I, and then I framed it. Uh, so now she has a framed paint, like a like a portrait of Ralphie, and she put it like above where he eats his food. <laughs> So it's like he's got like a little corner of the house that is just his. <laughs> I'm getting a painting uh, of Morgan for her office. <laughs> we'll just put it right behind me as we podcast. <laughs> I know what I'm getting Morgan for her next birthday. I'm uh, so easy to shop for. That's the thing. All I, all I want is paintings of myself. God. Or would you accept a painting of a horse? I mean, Maybe listen, that's that, like a is, white horse. that is the pinnacle of art. So <laughs> I'm going to get you a, like a, like, like the frame, but uh, flame burrow in the previous episode of my adventures with Superman. Maybe I can get you uh forehead to forehead with, with Comet the super horse. <laughs> yes. I'll see if that, I can make that happen. That's uh, that would obviously go up in my office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Vicky Vale did not care for her. No. I, I was uh, I was very surprised by the turn that was taken with her. Twist. She she did seem to be a good reporter somehow. She uh, <laughs> she broke the Queen Industries inheritance scandal, which I want to know more about. Yeah. Let's get let's get into that. Oliver Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that about? She also apparently took down the, and Lois pronounces them this way, the Falcones. Um, so I wonder if Vicki Vale in, on some level is like a real reporter, but for this reason, because she wanted to get ahead, she uh, kind of went with the, you know, it bleeds, it leads kind of thing. I don't, I don't know if she actually, because Lois seemed to think she was a good reporter. So there yeah. must have been something about her that was legit in some form. 
I got the impression that she was a good reporter, but she was like, I'm going to do what I got to do to get ahead. And like this article in the Daily Planet will somehow get me promoted at the Gotham Gazette. I don't listen. I don't know how the promotions work in um, fictional media companies. I'm the the real media companies are barely hanging on uh so but i don't know that like an op-ed in a rival newspaper would necessarily get you promoted unless unless that op-ed made the gotham gazette think oh she's gonna go over to the daily planet like we yeah get her it's like a bidding promotion. war yeah a bidding war okay yeah. so that is kind of clever but it didn't need to be like a takedown of superman i feel like it could have been any article at all <laughs> Yeah, she maybe could have investigated the uh, crime involving uh, unknown technologies and giant robots in the city. She could have looked into that, too. Felt like that one was kind of right there for her. (laughs) (laughs) But I guess Superman is the shinier thing that you could uh, use and abuse there. Uh, I feel like they kind of set that up in, like, her, like, the joke about how her and Perry were college friends and then that photo which is your background of her uh with the giant number one and Perry with the tiny ribbon like the idea that she's kind of like she might be a good uh journalist or reporter but at the end of the day she's kind of out there for the glory versus you know just doing solid reporting like she wants she's gonna have her Vicky Vale poster on the wall uh she's gonna get that big job title she doesn't really eh, it's not like for love of the game I don't think I think there's a, a, a big dad of like she's in it to kind of enrich herself and like make herself feel better yeah and i have a feeling perry white is not gonna uh take this lightly i feel like uh he's gonna continue to have a grudge with her because uh she called him pear bear and he did not seem to enjoy that very much uh and and lois and jimmy were in kind of a a tight spot i would say because they had to be with vicky while she was going around uh talking trash about superman so what do you think about this new dynamic both lois and jimmy know but they're having to protect clark what's your take on that i thought that was really interesting because like now everybody knows that everybody knows Mm -hmm. um and this is kind of the first time that they have realized like oh like clark isn't just our friend and superman is not just like this super cool like superhero he's also like a public figure that people are going to have different opinions about and they might not have all the information because lois and jimmy obviously know clark and they they know what kind of person he is but to everybody else superman's kind of more like a public figure that is in the news and they don't know him personally so when he messes up because he's not sleeping and <laughs> crashes into Drink, like, dr- drinking too much caffeine <laughs> when he's on four locos uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh just wanted to throw in a throwback there um but yeah i think that like i thought that was interesting they're they're like trying to convince vicky that superman's a swell guy but they like they can't obviously be like we know him and we vouch for him Uh, and i also like the way that that kind of dovetails with like lois's storyline where she's wondering okay well i have this information now from the league of lois's that in in some universes superman goes bad and and that's not great uh (laughs) and i think that that's super interesting uh that they're playing with that because the, it seems like the big fear from the general is that Superman is bad. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And that if he went bad, obviously, that would be bad for humanity. And Lois honestly has the evidence that that is true in some universes. So I think it's going to be interesting to see what the story does with that and what Lois does with that information. Because, like, yes, we know our Clark is great. He's great. I mean, when he's off uh, his sleep, he's not, like, top of the line <laughs> he's doing his best but uh i mean but there are some versions apparently that are uh you know destroying cities and things yeah i'm curious so what that's gonna do for lois because she even had trouble when alex said that you know superman was the end of the world and she wanted to speak up but she didn't have a reply for it because she knew that sometimes he might be the mm-hmm. end of the world so now she is trying to figure out what she thinks about all of this um, and so I guess from here, where would that take us? I guess it would maybe you, you mentioned uh, being up all night and drinking all the, the coffee and the caf- caffeinated beverages to keep himself awake. I think part of that is because he keeps hearing all these things. So this was the episode that introduced us to super hearing for this Superman. He is just now discovering that he has the ability to hear all these people and all these things that are happening around the world. So Morgan, what did you think about uh, the way that they introduced and incorporated super hearing? I just made me think about like what a bummer super hearing is. <laughs> <laughs> like, like how, how do you just go about your daily life when you can always hear somebody in trouble, like at some point, like that would drive you insane. I think like maybe like actually <laughs> insane, like how, like you're just like, okay, I'm going to go get some sleep now. And then you hear somebody be like, I am currently dying. And you're like, okay. And I feel like it, it really opens up the can of worms with like things like Superman and superheroes that they, like you can't think about too much, which is like whenever they're doing something that's not superheroing, like people are probably dying. Probably. Like when like Clark sleeps. So oh, people, well. some people die. It's like I guess know, only have accidents during the day. Right? Exactly. Uh and it's, I was like, oh, it's so dark. Like your whole life would just be like running in, saving things. Like you wouldn't be able to like sleep. You would barely be able to relax. Like <laughs> super hearing sounds like objectively like the worst super like ability you could have in addition to like all of his other abilities. Cause like now he knows everything that's wrong that he could possibly be fixed and any that he could possibly fix. And anytime he's not doing superhero stuff he know he knows the bad stuff that's going on i feel like he needs to um he needs to develop like super like pushing that aside and putting it into a tiny lena luther box priorities you know yeah prioritizing yeah just like just like like put that down down deep inside uh super tuning it out uh but yeah, I like the way that they they present it superheroing superheroing as like this is a curse he has. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me of uh, Esme and Supergirl when Supergirl tries to help Esme understand her powers and uh Supergirl the first power she introduces her to cuz Esme could mimic Supergirl's powers. And uh, the first power that she chose to try to train her with was, if I remember correctly, the the chat can fact check me, was super hearing. And uh, it scared Esme um, because, I mean, she could probably hear people screaming and and all kinds of bad things. So it's probably not a great thing to introduce to a small child. No. Uh, (laughs) Clark, uh, Superman uh, ended up uh, picking it up pretty quickly. Um, He had a lot of like things going on, but it didn't seem like he 
struggled with it too much. Uh, the one thing I did like is that when he uh, did want to focus up at one point when he was trying to find the mist character, he he sort of tells himself to focus and then it it the uh, the visual goes black a little bit. It goes dar darker and then all you hear is the the puddle and you see one puddle and then it kind of gets uh, it gets larger in terms of the visuals. And I thought they did a really good job of, of breaking that down to showing how he would focus on one sound and one visual and things like that. So I, I thought that that was actually, even though it didn't seem like he had to train to use it at all. Um, I did like that the, that they visually showed what it would be like for him to be using his super hearing. Yeah, I liked that too. And I also liked how he could, he was trying to find the general and he was trying to like tune out all the noise and like focus in on one particular voice. I thought that was really interesting. I, I don't, I mean, I'm sure it's happened in a lot of Superman media, but I was interested in like, oh, that, that idea that he can like use his super hearing to try to hear one individual person, which seems like it would be very tricky to learn, especially because he seemed like he was having a hard hard time kind of tuning things out uh so but he was like trying to teach himself how to tune in and i thought that was pretty interesting yeah the only thing i was confused about with his super hearing is that when he uses it to find libby's parents so libby is this young girl who's been uh separated by her parents and uh superman is listening for someone yelling libby and uh he finds he finds the voice but then he also hears what I think is a man desperately saying, please don't. And then there's also a girl asking what's going on. And it goes back to your point, Morgan, that even if he's trying to find one person with his super hearing, is he also ignoring other people who are also crying out for help? So I, I was like, did he ever go back and try to help those poor people? I mean, he found Libby's parents, but those other people. I think he just curled oh, up well. in a ball and started sobbing, like, which is what <laughs> I would do. That's how I would handle the situation. And I think, I think it's the right way to do it. I saw uh, an interesting comment from w, uh, Electra WWF in the chat who says, there was an episode of Lois and Clark, The New Adventures of Superman, where Lois got Clark's powers by accident and had an emotional breakdown over the super hearing when she couldn't help everyone. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of how I would play it too, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it is hard to be Superman. Uh, people don't realize it. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we we've started getting a lot of his powers. I'm still waiting on super ventriloquism. I think if any it, if any it, episode, it's coming. It's got maybe in the finale. <laughs> if anybody is going to adapt super ventriloquism <laughs> into a Superman uh, TV show or movie, I would think it would be this show. So I'm I have faith in this on. show. To... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah, so he has developed another superpower. All right, so I think we sort of briefly mentioned the general, but uh, as per every episode of this show, this has a great cliffhanger, and the cliffhanger is Superman's been taken by Task Force X. X. That's hard well, to say. Task, Task Force, Force X. X. Yes. Well, now that Superman's been taken, you know who we need. We need Liam Neeson. Oh, with Obviously. a special Obviously. set of skills. He's, he's got a special set of skills. <laughs> I feel like Liam could find him, is all I'm saying. Uh, or, no. or do we just need Flame Bird? Oh! <laughs> 
Well, I mean, we'll get into the YouTube analytics later, but uh, obviously, <laughs> Jimmy's doing well. He's he's got that monetization all up and running. I'm sure. <laughs> who, who, needs want... to, who needs to be editor in chief of the Gotham Gazette when you can have millions of subscribers? <laughs> Start a Patreon, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really want. Want... I really Super want chat. them to uh, like lean into it next season, and for like we like while there's some sort of disaster happening, Jimmy's like, "I'll be right there. I just have to finish this paid advertisement <laughs> for HelloFresh." <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jimmy, oh my god! I need to read a live read ad of Noble Gold. <laughs> I need to get it. I just, I just really want Jimmy to become, uh, like a YouTube influencer. I just want, <laughs> I, I feel like this is one of the few shows where I would almost trust them to like do, do a good job of like Jimmy being like, actually, I'm making more money over here. <laughs> Why do I need to be an intern at the? Do I need to be an intern <laughs> with a million subscribers? I'm breaking my own here. stories over here on, the, on my channel. <laughs> That, uh, that, does, that does cause problems for the storytelling it does he, it does i guess the only reason he would stay at the daily planet is to be with his friends clark and lois yeah I yeah and i mean and i mean clark his good friend clark is kind of the source of a lot of his uh his views and his stories <laughs> what if he just starts like following like clark around and he's just like uh, i mean listen I, I, <laughs> no pressure but like the numbers have been down this week <laughs> Maybe you could like do something like extra heroic <laughs> for your boy. <laughs> Does he have to share that uh, monetization with Superman though? Jimmy just becomes to... like Mr. Beast. He's just like <laughs> in all of his like little thumbnails. He's like, <laughs> is Superman real? Yes. <laughs> but uh no, going going back to the, the the cliffhanger, I thought again, super well done. I really love how they do the cliffhangers on this show. I immediately wanted to watch the next episode. It wasn't there. I was mad. <laughs> uh and I I want to know what happens now that um now that Clark has gotten kidnapped by the general and Amanda Waller like where where are they going? What's their plan with Clark now that they have him? Are they going to try to like suicide Suicide Squad Clark? Uh, and whatever it is, it's not good. Uh, mm -hmm. I I anticipate them uh, trying to maybe do some experimentations on him. They did send out uh, the goons to beat up on Superman, Deathstroke, Parasite, Heatwave, Livewire, Silver Ban Banshee, uh, Roughhouse was the Albert character. So. Um, all of them, like, I mean, they put up a pretty good fight against Superman. So, um, yeah, I, I don't think it's anything good. I, I don't know that Lois and Jimmy will be able to track him. I don't know how that's going to go. <laughs> what are they yeah, going to do know. while Superman is gone? Um, we did have some questions in the chat about the general, because we still, uh, uh, like New Rachel says in the chat, we still don't get his real name. He's still just not. the general, <laughs> but he's hanging around with his his pal Mandy, his very close acquaintance, Mandy Waller. Uh, so she is still there with him. Um, Electra WWF wonders, I uh, wonder if the general had other run-ins with other Kryptonians. That could be a possibility. That, that could uh, inform the reason why he is so suspicious of Superman in particular. Yeah. And uh, New Rachel says it's real convenient that Lois Lane did not see the general. So 
Nobody has said that he's not Lois's father. So that's true. He could still be. That that is very true. It, the the plane did fly like really low over Lois and Jimmy. So <laughs> I wonder if as it was flying away, uh, the general was like, "There's my daughter." <laughs> that's gonna be a problem for me. This is later. gonna be a weird Thanksgiving, <laughs> <laughs> as always. <laughs> Yeah, I do not know what they are doing with Superman, but I'm interested to seeing uh, what they do with it. Because they, I guess they could have tried to kill him. I mean, I guess that was yeah the goal, but it didn't happen. So I wonder if they'll try to keep him around for any kind of reason. I think there's the reasons are going to end up being nefarious, and I'm I'm excited to find out more about. We're I think we're going to get the you know the sort of the backstory mm. of uh of the general. Uh, who may or may not be Lois's dad. Who knows? Uh, and uh, and Amanda Waller. And again, I really want to get into that relationship. <laughs> Me too. How long have they known each other? <laughs> How well do they know each other? Mandy? I don't think she lets people call her Mandy. I don't think she does. Really, no. really like that. She's, she's killed people for calling her Mandy. For before. sure. Yeah. But not the general. <laughs> she's like, oh, sure. Let's not kill him now. <laughs> Could you imagine like the weird dates that they would go on? They'd be like, we got it. We, we have to like, <laughs> uh, kidnap this person <laughs> yeah and uh that would probably end with uh some weird candlelit uh dinner where they're <laughs> filling out uh, government secret agent paperwork or something <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh we, we i guess we'll have to wait for zero day part two to find out more about what the uh the task force x does with superman trying to make sure that I say that correctly. Uh, <laughs> Mind the Gap in the chat says maybe zero day is a reference to a prior Kryptonian encounter. Ooh. That could very well be. I did like that the big fight between Superman and uh, I'm going to say the Suicide Squad because yeah, I mean X is difficult for me to say. It's impossible to say. It's it's the isk and the force that together is very difficult for me to say. So the Suicide Squad fights Superman during like a has a like a blackened sky everything is gloomy and cloudy and i thought that was a a good way to uh portray visually that fight because it's a it's a bad thing for superman he's not he's not able to uh uh win out so i think for this fight not happening in like a bright sunny day is a good choice this, <laughs> this is a this is a a a really negative thing for him so i i liked that visually they went with like a a cloudier darkened sky for that fight i thought that was a good creative choice okay all right so the last thing morgan that i wanted to discuss let's and, get into and it, it and if there's it. any and if there's anything else that you wanted to talk about we'll we'll wrap up our our thoughts in that but there were a lot of screen shots a lot of like a lot of shots of the youtube channels and the subscriber counts and there are different YouTube channels that we were shown here. So uh, I just wanted to run through those really quickly uh, because, <laughs> because we've talked about um, Jimmy's YouTube channel and uh, his his need to get more subscribers, get more followers. So he, he, had, he had seven, almost eight. The last yeah, time we yeah. Checked in with him. So last time we checked in with uh, Flamebird, he had seven followers. So now he, uh, okay, 
So here's where I found an inconsistency. So at one point in the episode, kind of early on, early early on, the screen grab of, or like the, um, you know, the, the, the shot that we see of Jimmy's phone, it says that the Flamebird channel has 5 million subscribers. 5 million subscribers. Yes. That's what, that's what you see, right? Yes. Okay. This drove me crazy the entire episode. I'm glad <laughs> that it also drove you crazy. I think it means that we've been podcasting together for a really long time. <laughs> we have. I was like, wait a minute. That said 5 million. And then later he's like, I'm about to hit a million. And I was like, boy, you have 5 million. Like, <laughs> what, 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 what is happening here? <laughs> That is exactly what I thought. And then he and then he eventually says later on in the episode, oh, I've got two million now. And I was like, but you just you had five million at the beginning of the episode. Two million is a downgrade from the beginning. <laughs> Did people unsubscribe, Jimmy? There's no much happening. <laughs> that means he Everyone's lost just mass unsubscribing to his channel. He's excited about it. <laughs> that, that means he lost four million subscribers. <laughs> yeah, that's nothing to celebrate, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> but he did have a uh, video titled "Who Is Superman," which Uh-oh. I thought was a great YouTube channel Call title. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Who Superman? Is Superman. He had five hundred comments. Five hundred plus is what the that YouTube is that is good engagement. He's getting great engagement now. He's really gelling with the viewers. He had uh, on this "Who Is Superman" video, he had two hundred seventy-six thousand views. He had one hundred fifty-six thousand likes, but he also had two thousand dislikes. So Ooh. there's there's some uh, yeah, discontent. Well, we know we ha- we, he has at least one hater. <laughs> yeah, the nah, yeah, nah. <laughs> the, the nah channel. Um, all right. So here's here's the question though: Did Jimmy get a Steve Lombard bump? Do you think? Oh, maybe Steve was like. It's that thing where it's like you actually shouldn't like retweet something just to dunk on it because you're just giving them what they want, which is attention. So maybe like Steve, instead of he's like debunking with his, you know, very succinct gnaw. Uh, <laughs> but it turns out people were like, you know what? That flame bird guy had some some interesting stuff to say. And then they go over to his channel and they're like, subscribe. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, I think he got a Steve Lombard uh, bump from all this. So, but then, like, while talking to Superman about the general, Flamebird got uh, a million new followers, which was weird because he had five million, uh, and then he said he had two million, but he really had five million. So I was very confused about that. Then we get the uh, Lori Lamaris channel. I don't know if you caught. Oh, that I did not catch what the channel was so, called. So we got two new channels that were introduced to the My Adventures with Superman social media world. I so, love that in this universe, um, our 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 mermaid gal is uh, also a YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> so there's actually uh, there's two Lori Lamaris's, which I'm very confused about. So oh, there's okay. uh, the channel that popped up was Lori Lamaris 59 which correlates to Lori Lamaris's first appearance in DC Comics, which was Superman number 129 from May 1959. So that's where Lori Lamaris 59 comes from. Lori has 200,000 subscribers. So Lori's not doing bad. I mean, that's that's, pretty good. That's that's great. Uh, She had a video titled Superman has lost it. Um, So she is, she's going into the, (laughs) she's going into the clickbait with this one. Uh, she had on that on that video, she had 186,000 views. She had 115,000 likes. She had 112,000 dislikes, though. Whoa. So almost as many dislikes as likes. 
That's not good, Lori. That's and not then, a good sign. And then she also had 500 plus comments from another Lori Lamaris, which I wonder if Lori's just like creating. Oh, my God. You think she's like creating fake accounts she's just to comment on her own videos? Like so bad at it that she's like, what should I call this one? Lori? <laughs> <laughs> that Lori is wrong. <laughs> so the channel name is Lori Lamaris 59, but the commenter is Lamaris 04. So I guess it's oh. really not Lori Lamaris, All but there right. is a Lamaris what 04. Like, what if it's like a cousin or something who's like, Lori, we've talked about this. <laughs> Superman's nice. <laughs> Lori. Again, yeah. happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lamaris 04 uh, commented, I can't believe it uh, in regard to Superman uh, having lost it. <laughs> then there also was a Bibbo Babowski channel and Bibbo Babowski is a, a sweet uh, character who's in the Superman mythology who uh, has his own bar and he's a, a businessman. Um, so, so, and he's a good pal to Superman. So he's on the side of good. Uh, his channel is at Bibbo 87. And that uh, uh, corresponds to Bibbo's first appearance in DC comics from uh, the adventures of Superman number 428 from May, 1987. So that's where Bibbo 87 comes from. And he was actually a live streamer. It seemed like he was oh. not just uploading videos. He's, He's like just, a reactor. He's yeah. like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could you believe what Flame Bird just said? No. <laughs> no, he didn't. No. <laughs> so he is streaming uh, the Superman versus Task Force X fight. Uh, he's got 10,756 viewers watching live with him. He has 16,000 likes, but 8,000 dislikes. So there's a lot of people. I don't know what they're disliking about it. Maybe they're disliking the fact that Superman is losing. Uh, but on his live stream, he had 302 comments. And Lamaris04, if you remember the second Lori Lamaris yes, user, yes. also commented on Bibbo's live stream saying Superman is in the park by my house. So we know where Lamaris oh, lives. Oh, okay. <laughs> Don't say that online. <laughs> you just stalked yourself a little bit. Oh man, that's so funny. I didn't. So I I saw the comments, but they went so quick. I should have like I should have paused. Yeah. Uh, mind the gap says. I wonder if Lori has videos on swimming. Maybe it's like she a should. swimming tutorial, like a how to yeah. swim channel. Uh, you, you ever see like sometimes there'll, there'll be like a channel and they'll like post like one like off topic video and that's the one that blows up maybe this is like Lori's thing where Lori's like you know I know that all I'm usually talking about is like synchronized swimming and like <laughs> having wonderful hair and being beautiful in the ocean but this, I do have like actually kind of like a hot take on Superman I just post it like no one's gonna watch it and then suddenly like blows up and they're like we want your hot takes on other other superheroes. <laughs> Laurie just like becomes like a professional hater of superheroes. <laughs> Using that clickbait. Uh, so that's the end of uh, my YouTube uh, an analytic uh, assessment here. So uh, we want to keep up, up to date on how things are going for the various YouTube channels in the My Adventures with Superman universe, including the Flame Bird channel, which is now just hopping it is yeah i mean it's one of the big it's one of the biggest channels on youtube i mean you it, get five million subscribers you're you're doing good you're getting a plaque he should have a plaque from YouTube yes, by now he a should. gold plaque he should be like look <laughs> at me uh yeah we will keep on top of this important topic which is how many subscribers uh flamebird has at any one point there you go and <laughs> and whether or not they mysteriously disappear and then reappear 
I also think at some point, Jimmy's going to be able to move out of Clark's apartment. Oh, yeah. Because he's, he's going to be able to afford his, money. like, he's, he's going to be able to afford a big uh, flame bird house. But, but I wonder if he's going to want to stay living with Clark because Clark is how his channel makes money. <laughs> yeah. That he'll, just be like, he'll just, you'll, you'll see him just pop around a corner like, going to do anything interesting today? <laughs> oh, he, he's got like a GPS tracker on Superman. He's put, he put an, like an Apple AirTag on Superman, <laughs> on Clark. He's like, what's happening? Why is he sewed into all of my costumes? <laughs> yeah, so uh, things are hopping on the YouTube channel sides. I, I wish they would tell us what the platform is. Me too. I know it's supposed to be like YouTube, but I, they probably can't say it's YouTube. I don't think that they can say it's YouTube because of like copyright they'd probably have to like pay youtube some money or something although it seems like a great promotional opportunity you too can be like jimmy and start your own channel and have your own flame bird oh i was early on that one <laughs> uh, and maybe you'll get uh five million then one million then two million subscribers <laughs> I, I now i want to go and just because i know we checked on this before but just in case they've Taking our advice, is there a flame bird channel yet? Should, Ooh. should we start one? I mean, it is very tempting. We already have the cacao. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> We're halfway there, baby. <laughs> I I really think it's a missed opportunity that they have not started a flame bird channel. I think so too. It's it 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 feels like it would not take that long to like throw together some stuff and some all stuff. The, all of the content that goes up on that channel is like all the mentions of flame bird yeah and all the jimmy stuff you, you can have just own... cut a bunch of jimmy clips and put yeah. them on flame bird and there you go yeah <laughs> i think that i think that's what they should do but they, it does not look like they have done that yet i i want to say when you search flame bird in youtube um we are like the <laughs> We uh, short from us is like the maybe the tenth video down. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are we are in the, the authorities on Flamebird. <laughs> nice, um, that makes me very happy if that is the case. Um, okay, so Morgan, are there any other uh, topics that you wanted to hit in this episode? Anything else you wanted to talk about uh, in regards to Zero Day Part One? Interesting. Oh, I see a, a quick comment from Linda in the chat who says, "Wingspan, we, we can put, we can play Wingspan on Flame Bird." <gasps> I mean, listen. Yes. Synergies, synergies. I like the way we're all thinking here. <laughs> so, so Linda, just to update you, after Morgan told me about Wingspan, and I edited a clip about Morgan talking about Wingspan, <laughs> I was like. Maybe I should check Wingspan out because there is an app. So I got the app and I started playing it. I'm not great yet, but I have been playing it. It's actually, it is quite fun. We're going to get a game night on the on the schedule. <laughs> We're all going to play wing, Wingspan. <laughs> How many uh, players can you play? I, I don't, that's a good question. I don't know what the max amount is. Maybe six? Okay. We'll see if anybody in the chat wanted to play with us. <laughs> that might be pretty fun. Um, that would be fun. Um. Yeah, I think I'm I was just interested in like what's going to happen next in this episode. I thought that they this one again did a good job of showing like Clark and his uh, he's pretty he's adapted pretty well to most of the powers as they popped up and this one feels like the first one that's given him like 
some major issues uh, in his life with the with his all of his coffee cups and uh not sleeping and starting to like seem a little bit nuts <laughs> i like the way that jack quaid who's voicing superman and clark Kent. i love the way he plays like exasperated clark because he's like jimmy 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 <laughs> like he like, he really does a good job of uh taking like if he has to say jimmy three times in a row he says it differently each time and makes yeah. the last one really uh full of emphasis and uh uh really really uh hitting that third jimmy home so i really like the way he's done that two times now that i can remember uh but jack quaid i think is i haven't really talked about much about his vocal performance as superman and clark kent but i i really do think he's been doing a great job uh especially in this episode um yeah i guess for me um my heart broke a little bit for superman in this episode because when he goes to save mist from being hit by a truck he saves his life, but then he causes an accident. And now the people are not, they're scared of Superman. So he's hes going to have to build a, a little bit more trust with the people of Metropolis now because they didn't see anybody that he had saved. It, to them, it looked like Superman just hit a truck. Uh, they did not see the invisible man running across the street. So uh, yeah, I could see why that would be scary. So I, my heart breaks for him a little bit uh, there. The only thing else I wanted to mention was that according to Jimmy's phone, this episode takes place on Friday, November 18th. I don't know if that will be important, Interesting. but that seems close to Thanksgiving. So I don't know if they're going to be celebrating. <laughs> I know oh, we yeah, mentioned we're getting to Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, we are set in November, if that means anything. And also, I wanted to mention that uh, it seems like there was an Easter egg in this episode of Morrison's Pawn Shop. I wondered if that was a nod to comic book uh, storyteller Grant Morrison, who's written some uh, Superman comics. So, And I think we should also mention that this was Clark and Lois's one-week anniversary. That's, <laughs> that's a good point. I almost forgot he did that thing where he, like, fills uh, the office with flowers uh, very romantic. Um, it seemed like good thing she didn't have allergies because there's just oh, flower petals floating everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess then Superman or Clark and Lois's uh, anniversary is November 11th. Yeah, I, I guess I guess so. If we're like moving backwards, we we will never need to know this. But I thought I would just. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. I feel like we might need to know this. <laughs> <laughs> So I thought uh, I would mention it just for posterity's sake. Okay, well, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was another good one. I'm excited to see what happens in the penultimate episode uh, for Zero Day Part 2. Okay, all right. I think that is going to do it for our thoughts on the episode. But Morgan, I think we have an email from Mark. Would you like to read it? Sure. Um, so Mark writes, I had a few thoughts on Zero Day Part 1. Morgan, I promise no tongue twisters this time. Thank you, Mark. Uh, <laughs> always appreciate it. All right. First thought, Vicky Vale. Uh, the switch from the usual perspective, Lois fangirling over her when she's usually viewed as far less significant than Lois is, was fun. And of course, along with her, we got the show's first mention of Gotham. We also got a nifty bit of Warner Brothers Discovery synergy as her voice actress, uh, Andromeda Dunker. 
uh, was a longtime narrator of House Hunters on HGTV. No way. This, <laughs> now I'm starstruck. <laughs> what what house will they choose? Is it this one with no bathroom? <laughs> the amount of times that I have like comfort watched uh, a House Hunters episode, and there's like they they make them every day. They just every day they wake up and they make a new House Hunters. Uh, and it doesn't matter that you know it's fake and they've already bought the house. It doesn't matter. That's, that, hasn't, that isn't impacted my enjoyment of a single episode of House Hunters. <laughs> uh, well, now I'm very excited about that. Good for them. Uh, okay. Uh, Mark goes on to say, one of the storyboard artists posted the three stages cells on and then he crossed out Twitter and put X. Um, <laughs> but still, the sunrising shot of Metropolis was really cool. Um, I realized something with this episode. Uh, that, yeah, I realized something with this episode. That flame bird sound effect they use. Thank you. Uh, I think is Jimmy's phone notification ringtone. Oh yeah, he was he was getting that a lot. It was a lot of he's, yeah. There's a lot of notifications happening. Uh, I now want to go back and rewatch to check that theory out. So if that was your evil plan, show it worked. Um, did you notice when they were showing the live YouTube feeds of Superman messing up? The accounts were owned by Lori Lamaris and uh, Bebo. Uh, Bibbo? Bibbo, Bibbo. Yeah. Uh, Lori even commented on Bibbo's video if you look closely. Uh, oh, we noticed. We, we've gone and, through it all. And of by them. we, I mean <laughs> Rebecca. I noticed that thing at the beginning where the, the YouTube analytics didn't, didn't mesh up. I noticed that. Um, and finally, I started to wonder something. Remember back at the start of the season when they said that Clark's pod seemed to be growing bigger under the ground? With all the mentions of evil Kryptonians, what if Jor-El has an invasion force cloning itself under there? Ooh. Ooh. Or what if it wasn't Jor-El? at all mm. what if it's uncle Z uh zalzod uh or... Val it looks like valzod valzod tall row tall row if i know correctly is the is superman's brother on superman and lois i think that's oh. tall row that was that was the oh you haven't watched that i don't want to spoil you i haven't watched what because it has to do with morgan edge so, oh. so, so i can't i can't explain who tall row is because if you haven't watched uh, more than the pilot of Superman and Lois, that could be a spoiler. Uh, yeah, I haven't. <laughs> okay. I need you to watch season two. You would love season two. I, I, I just really, and I, again, I, I always feel weird saying this. I want, I want to watch it to, to go follow along with Lana's journey. <laughs> Lana's, Lana's been through some stuff. Let me just tell you. <laughs> I, I can't wait to find out more. Um, okay. Um, what if it was uh, those people? Uh, we don't know. We've never heard what uh, Al has or AI oh, has to it, say. Yeah, yeah, the AI. Yeah. You know, um, I thought that was Al. <laughs> what the we don't, we don't know what, what that guy Al has to say from Al's bar. We, we haven't had him weigh in in a while, so we don't, just don't know. <laughs> That's where all the aliens are at Al's bar. Uh, I promise I can read you guys. <laughs> Well, he didn't put the dots where the AI life is. Was. Life is tough, man. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a good theory, though. Maybe there are evil Kryptonians. I mean, but are they just living underground? If there's like a like a bunch of Kryptonians down in the ship, under the I ground? think we we know where this is going for me personally. It's that like I want to spin off 
of just like it's just called like Kryptonians underground <laughs> uh, and it's just they're just like little mole people under there they're just like making little houses and <laughs> they have a whole like, society now they've got a whole society they're just like living their lives sure there's maybe an evil plan afoot but they like honestly how are they going to retire they've got a 401k and a kids to feed like it's just become like a for over many years it's become like a whole society down there where they've got like new cultural traditions and and then finally it gets like unearthed and they're like the sun <laughs> but they would have uh powers from the yellow sun so they could but what if they're what if they're underground so they don't have the powers because the, they don't feel the sun but this is making me think so like in the silver age supergirl and superboy they uh in order to change from clark kent to superman or supergirl uh they dig holes underneath the kent farmhouse and so they burrow underneath the house <laughs> I love and then it. they and then they pop up at another point sure. and then they're superman so nobody knows that they came from the kent farmhouse that's ah. that's the uh, idea behind the suit. They call it super boring, B O R E I N G. I think like when you bore underground or something. Uh, so <laughs> so Kryptonians can dig their way through the ground, but maybe they just choose to live down there. Maybe they choose to live maybe without it's their nice powers. Down there. Maybe it's cozy. <laughs> Who who among us hasn't wanted to bore into the ground and just kind of live in there? <laughs> Have you ever made a fort? It's going to be a lot like that. <laughs> Maybe they tried to live in our earthly society and they were like, no. We, They're like, you know we've what? Seen this, Twitter. We don't want this isn't for this isn't for me. You know, <laughs> this isn't for, uh, everyone's on their own journeys and we're like. We love and respect that, okay? But <laughs> we love it here in the dirt. It's so nice. It's cool and damp. Uh, it's dark, but it's also so cozy, you know? <laughs> I feel I like I'm, I'm selling myself on the Kryptonian mole, mole person society. <laughs> like, I, I'm, I'm ready to sign up and go down there. <laughs> there were mole men in a Superman uh, movie starring George Reeves. Yes. So Was there really? Yes, uh, Superman and the Mole Men. We we should we should do an episode on Superman in the moment. I I've never heard of this. Yes, this is life changing information for me. So I feel like what we're pitching is like kind of like a well known, well established Superman lore that, <laughs> in one movie <laughs> that some Kryptonians just like to just like to live in, in underground. All right. Well, I think we've got a future episode of Super <laughs> Radio to do. Um, since we did talk about some Gotham stuff with Mark's email, I thought we could do uh, Rachel's uh, comment here. And the question, yeah. do we think Bruce Wayne is Batman yet in this universe or could there be a different vigilante in Gotham? What do you hmm. think, Morgan? I feel like it's... I've Oh, this is a good question because it's hard to tell whether there are other heroes in this universe or not. It seems like there aren't like Superman is like look, a new thing. Yeah. And Lori's not doing things with like super people because she's spending all of her time on YouTube. Yeah. No, she's, <laughs> she's, she sure isn't. Um, yeah. No, I wonder if maybe Superman is the only superhero right now. I mean, we know that like. Oliver, like the queens are out there somewhere. Yeah, they've got some scandals to take care of—an so inheritance scandal. So maybe all, maybe scandal. Oliver didn't get his money. Maybe he's a poor boy. Oh my god, he's a rich boy! That would actually be really, fun, really fun to be like. It's Oliver, but he's poor. 
<laughs> he like just what doesn't have like his little goatee or something. <laughs> no, or no. What if it's like a lot of beard? <gasps> oh my he god, he's got like a. He can't a beard. maintain himself, and he's like living in the woods somewhere. <laughs> they give him like a. They give him like a little shaver and some like beard oil, and he's like, I feel like a new man. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So I. I kind of think. I think. I think. I kind of think. No. I think Batman maybe isn't around yet. I almost agree with you because Vicky Vale, if Batman did exist, wouldn't she just be over at the Gotham Gazette, like writing Batman? Yeah, wouldn't there be like wouldn't there be like a lot of Batman content to get out? <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that's a good question. I guess TBD on the Batman stuff in this universe. Okay, well, uh, we've gotten through some feedback, and uh, I think we have some snap judgments to make about this episode. In the game of snap judgments, each person is presented with two options, but must only choose one. First instincts are recommended, and explanations are unnecessary. Okay, so our first snap judgment comes from Mark, uh, and this snap judgment is... Who would be your preferred girlfriend for Bruce Wayne? Vicky Vale <laughs> or uh, Andrea Be uh, Beaumont? Beaumont uh, from Mask of the Phantasm. Yes. So the Batman animated series. I think we did that on Patreon. We did. I think, I think we, did we did a review of Mask of the Phantasm. Uh, she turns out to be, spoiler alert, the Phantasm. Uh, so she not. Did not great twist twist she kind of became the the villain at the end of it i think there's a little you know there was some she had some sympathetic traits i guess i did not care for her uh so i think i if i had to pick between vicky vale and andrea beaumont or, or andrea beaumont i would pick vicky vale yeah, I think I'm going to go Vicky Vale too. I mean, at least she has broken some some big stories in in her past. She is sure she's a little high on her own supply, but uh, she's not uh, a villain. Yet. And I think she would also be a great girlfriend for Playboy Bruce Wayne. She, yeah, I think she fits that uh, that uh, she's going to know all the movers well. and shakers in Gotham City. <laughs> She, Bat, Bruce would probably use her as like a like a decoy or a, a, just a sort of a placeholder girlfriend when he was trying to go somewhere to do something. He would be like, <laughs> I'm going to call Vicky on this one because he, he has to portray himself as like a like a playboy womanizer so that nobody knows he's Batman. So I think uh, she would probably enjoy that, actually. <laughs> so I'm going to go big fail on that one. Okay. Um, our next snap judgment is, uh, from Rebecca. That would be uh, me. I, I did this. Uh, okay. More impressive story covered by Vicki Vale, the queen industries inheritance scandal or taking down the Falcones. Well, the Falcones are in the Batman universe. They're a crime family. So I guess, you know, there's an inheritance scandal. Yeah. That's probably like a legal thing. It sounds kind of boring so i think the fact taking down taking down like a like a mobster crime family i think is in my opinion a little more impressive yeah i'm gonna agree with that too i think like taking down a mobster is just kind of more impressive than like which rich people did and did not get their money <laughs> i don't i'm not saying that it's not a tragedy for oliver queen i am saying that i don't care though so. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, you know, let's take it out a crime family. Let's actually do, let's do something with our investigative journalism. Yeah. Uh, I, although I am very curious about this inheritance scandal. I feel like if we were just judging by how much more I, I want to know about the story, the inheritance scandal would probably win. They need to follow up on that, I think. Yeah. Let's yeah. let's get a follow-up story, Vicky. <laughs> I think Superman needs to meet some Justice League friends in season two of My Adventures with Superman. Uh, that would be amazing. All right. Uh, which nickname do you think Perry White hates more? Lois and Jimmy calling him Chief or Vicky Vale calling him Pear Bear? It's got to be Pear Bear. I mean, it's got to be Pear Bear. Yeah. <laughs> It's coming from the woman who outdid him. And now she's rubbing it in his face. Also, like, un unless it's from, like, a significant other, Pear Bear is, is just kind of, it's it's kind of condescending. Yeah, I think so. It's, <laughs> There's uh... really no, like, kind way to read Pear Bear unless, unless they have, like, a relationship with each other unless it's like a pet nickname otherwise no you can't call you can't call your friends pear bear <laughs> uh, well and i don't think that vicky and perry are friends i don't think they're like friends <laughs> she thinks that but i don't she's I don't like perry and i have had so many good times perry's like yes good <laughs> times <laughs> So that is going to take us out of Snap Judgments. No judgments on your Snap Judgments. Okay, we need to get to some Supergirl Radio and some DC TV podcast plugs. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Podchaser, and Spotify, where we also have a Spotify playlist that includes music featured on and inspired by the CW Supergirl TV series. We are listed on DC's fan page, which you can find at dccomics.com slash dc-fans. If you like what we do, we encourage you to give us a rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy our Supergirl radio live streams, make sure to subscribe to the DC TV Podcast YouTube channel and hit that notification bell to get notified when we go live and wired dc tv podcast also has a t public store so if you're in need of new dc tv related t-shirts tank tops sweatshirts onesies mugs notebooks pillows or stickers go to supergirlradio.com and click on the t public store link at the top of the page hello and thank you for calling the dc tv podcast hotline please listen carefully as some of our menu options have changed supergirl radio press one the flash podcast press two legends of tomorrow podcast Press 3. The Lithuanian Room? Press 4. DC on HBO Max Podcast? Press 5. Stargirl Podcast? Press 6. Superman and Lois Radio? Press 7. Green Lantern Podcast? Press 8. The Sandman Podcast? Press 9. Justice League Dark Podcast? Press 10. DC After Dark? Press 11. For all other inquiries, please stay on the line and the next available agent will be with you shortly. 
And we have some designs related to Zero Day Part 1 in the DCTV podcast Tea Public Store that we would love to suggest. Yeah, we've got some Gotham-related stuff in the DCTV podcast Tea Public Store. If you are a Batman fan or just want to wrap different, different things around Gotham City, we've got designs about the Iceberg Lounge associated with penguin and uh we also have gotham city university uh, looking a lot like the letterman jacket that cyborg wore in Zack snyder's justice league so we've got your your gotham designs if you want to represent uh your favorite city that has the bat vigilante and family uh we would also like to thank our legion of super sponsors these people are michael amber and marie yvonne quinn nicola abby Miriam, nicole brian ethan danny majuba and lingonberry if you would like to support the supergirl radio patreon you can go to patreon.com slash supergirl radio and i guess if you want to follow up with me you can do that several ways you can find me on the social media platform bureau true social which and i am there at derby kid i'm also on instagram at the derby kid i have a personal youtube channel uh youtube.com slash duck milk prod don't have as many subscribers as uh <laughs> jimmy olsen does on the flame bird channel uh but uh, i do have some fun over there uh, I've got a Barbie video in the works. I've got to finish that this week. Uh, I also want to do a reaction to the uh, Rebel Moon teaser trailer that just came out today. So I'm going to try to get to that uh, as soon as we wrap up Supergirl radio stuff. And then uh, I'll have hopefully some new projects on the horizon with the Duck Milk Prod YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to check out uh, my travel blog, it's at Oasis Broom on all the social media platforms. I've got to update that as well. <laughs> I'm really slacking <laughs> on all of my stuff. Uh, but those are the ways to check me out on the internet. And you should, you can, you don't have to. Uh, <laughs> you, should, you should, you should, but you should. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mojotastic. You can also uh, find me as a co-host on the Legendary Ladies podcast, where we are talking all things pop culture. Uh, and recently we talked about the prime rom-com red white and royal blue i was the only one who'd read the book so i was the only one who was uh was bringing down the mood <laughs> being like, that's not how it was in the book uh which everyone loves to hear and uh, enjoys thoroughly uh we also had a recent conversation with kat about her newest kickstarter that is doing incredibly well beast in the snow so if any of those things interest you oh and we also talked about the newest season of impact winter the audio the audible audio drama mm. uh about vampires so oh. uh <laughs> if any of that stuff interests you uh you should definitely check us out um we are now doing some uh, actual str like streaming on on YouTube, so you can watch the videos, or you can just subscribe to the podcast, and this way you'll always uh, you'll always know when we drop a new episode. So, uh, vampires, are you now in like spooky season? Has that not has, yet? Has that but we are, we are that currently start? we are currently planning spooky season. Okay, uh, spooky season. I think is we're gonna do for October. Okay. Um, although who knows? Maybe maybe we'll start it early. But I think we have like a we have a couple of good ideas for what we're gonna do for spooky season. So uh, we are. I'm excited. I don't think that Amy is super excited, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> as every year, she just kind of you know deals with it for spooky season. 
That would probably be me as well. I'd be like, no, nah, I don't really want to watch another scary movie. I think I think I'm over that one. Uh, but yeah, so that I, I always wondered for people who like spooky season, does it start in August? Because I know some friends, mm. like big Halloween fans, they're like, it's August. It's go time. So I didn't know if that was for go, go, go. <laughs> I I have started spooky season in August before. Uh, but in my defense, I think that was 2020 and time didn't matter then. So <laughs> why not? Uh, but usually I think I start around September. That's okay. usually when that like, I start right. easing into spooky season. Yeah. I, I love I love summer. So I don't want to like I don't want to jump ahead too much. But if I hear that there's like a good horror movie, I, I can justify it to myself by being like, well, I mean, it is August, like spooky seasons around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> well uh i hope you enjoy it whatever you're doing this uh this fall all right well i think that's going to do it for this episode of supergirl radio but until next time i'm still rebecca johnson and i'm still morgan glennon and we've got that award feeling about this podcast episode McGurk! I Do love typing. Do not mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you <laughs> like it? It's being, becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther, boardroom or ballroom. Because <laughs> she looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther? It's not just Lena being mean? No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Yeah!